Hello, welcome to St. Francis Catholic Chat. This is Julia. And this is Father Casey. And Julia, we are back. We're really persevering this semester. Um, uh, I'm not sure how much longer we're going to be able to talk about friendship. We may have to move on to like a spiritual theme. Or Different season. Friendship with Christ would be a great... Um, That's a little spin. Yeah, why don't, we, um, why don't we jot that down or something so we remember to do that, right? So friendship with Christ can maybe be season three. We may take a little break over the summer, a little breaky break. That's nice. I mean, we'll see. So it's only semester-wise? And that way each semester could be a season. That's true. Right? Does that make sense? Because we started this this semester. Well, yeah, exactly. And we kind of skipped last semester. Because it was more of a summer (laughs) thing, but whatever. Uh, So, Julia, um, just want to follow. Have we gotten any emails? Do you check that? I did not check it today. But But, we did did get an email from Donna. Did we? Donna? Yes. This was a while back, though. Like... The podcasts have been like uploading since, so right. we never got to shout right. her out. Oh, well, Donna! But we did get oh, an we email love Donna. from Donna. Donna's so great, she's so affirming, which is actually going to go right into what we're talking about today. But we're not ready to get there yet because another follow-up from one of our last podcasts—I think it was two times ago—that we talked about um, what's the difference between bailing and flaking. And then we had a conversation with Janet here, and we we talked about it a bit our more. Business manager, and we um, have a pretty good idea now. Do you remember what we what we discussed? What we what yes. We, so go ahead. So if I'm correct, bailing is not saying anything at all and just completely not going. No. Shoot. Uh, <laughs> okay, close. Wait, but then so what's flaking? Okay, so so, so I still fl- don't know the terms. Right, that's okay. Flaking is um, when people don't really expect you to show up. So it's not like when you flake, you're when you're, you know, um, when you flake on something, it's like, well, they weren't really expecting me and I'm not going to be there. And it's not really dependent on me and all of that. Right? That's flaking. like so calling someone flaky. is Well, like, and then you can become a flake if you do that regularly. Because like now at this point, like, oh, Julia said she's going to come up, but she's she's a bit of a flake. So she may not. Right. Or um, or anyone can fit that. You know, and we could sometimes be flakes with different people, whereas we're more committed to other people. And things like that. Don't be a flake to Jesus Christ. Don't be a flake to our Lord. Is something going... Oh, That was the pen. Can you... What? Can you not hear? Yeah, I just lost... I just totally couldn't hear for a little while. Oh, I was fine the whole time. All right, so so hopefully this is still fine. I think it is. The red dot's still going. Red dot is still going. All right, good. Safe. Um, Bailing is when somebody expects you to show up. And and then you don't. And oh. it could be for a real reason. It could be for a, a bad reason, like a fake reason. But whatever it is, it's like people were expecting you to be there and, and you bailed. Um, so it's different than doing an RSVP like, no, I'm not going to be able to be there. But it's like when you RSVP, yes, and then you call like the day of, you're like, I can't come. That is bailing. Either for a legit reason or like I, I can't reason. I can't come because something came up. I gotta you know go do this this or this or like an illegit reason like oh, you make up an excuse. I think what I was thinking of was getting stood up. Yeah, being stood up is a different thing. Yeah, that's where you just that's where someone doesn't call or whatever. I always think whenever I think of stood up though, I think of prom those movies where people just get stood up at the do prom. Do people day. get stood up? I've never prom? seen it in real life. I've only seen it in movies. So, I mean, for someone to be stood up to the prom, it'd have to be an outside prom date because most people aren't just going to bail on their own prom. It's true. Or they don't pick you up. But I don't Whoa. know why you wouldn't go. Right. Yeah. If someone I, didn't pick you I up. I can't. I can't. I don't know. I'm, I've been so out of the prom world for a while. Um, and universities don't really have proms. No, we have spirit it's, week. It's I not think. part of my apostolate currently. <laughs> 
No, but yeah. So, Julia, what are we talking about today? So, we're continuing our, our topic about courtesy. And courtesy in friendship. Courtesy, yeah, this courtesy is like, in friendship. This is like season two, but this is like subplot. Subplot. Subplot courtesy, B. Courtesy. Refinement. In friendship. Refinement in our friendship. Great. Yeah, so uh, we're talking specifically about affirming our, like having affirming speech um, and the need to build up our friends and why that is a need. Also, I think it'd be cool to talk about kind of like what we see in society as a regular. Sure. But I don't really know if I have a specific answer for that. All so. right, well, let's see where it goes. Great. So um, what do we got? Yeah, so affirming speech. I think it the it's so important also because if we speak negatively all the time and kind of critique our friends constantly, it'll be like you're like... If, if like I would be constantly telling my friend, oh, you do this wrong, this wrong, this wrong. It's like after a certain point, you either stop trusting what I'm saying or it's way too much on your like on your own shoulders that you're constantly getting critiqued. And so this n- constant negativity in friendships can really like change trust between people. And so that's why it's so important to have affirming speech. And instead of putting down our friends constantly, building them up and being like, look, you're doing this good, this good, this good. And go ahead <laughs> yeah i i think that that's important that we we should be looking for the good in people and sharing that good with them right saying nice things to each other building each other up that that's that's something that isn't really there societally which i know hopefully we'll get to this also might be where we're from though i don't know if that's just a new england yeah it may thing. be a new england thing i mean we're kind of new england's an interesting um place uh, i think people are nice to, to each other in other parts of the um in other parts of the country or or in chick-fil-a or in chick-fil-a because (laughs) chick-fil-a is nice people like being trained and being nice but yeah so to really look at what friendship uh what this like affirmingness is by by the by the negative by the by the opposite that we know what the opposite of it is which is always kind of putting someone down so there's a difference between always putting someone down and always um, correcting or nagging them, even when something's right, right? And those are two different things. Yes, I was. I think I was thinking of nagging specifically because a constant correction becomes nagging very easily. Right. So, so let's bracket out putting someone down. Right. If your friends are putting you down constantly, maybe to make themselves feel better, or maybe because that's just, like they're just constantly not and not in a joking way i mean in a joking way it could be bad too maybe we should circle back to that but in a but in a real like we mean it like i mean it way that is um it's negative and it's hurtful that's not good like that let's bracket that out that's just not good but i do think that there is a point to like the nagging where it's not always in a in a uncharitable or hurtful way but it becomes too much it just becomes like like you're not building me up anymore. You're pointing out everything I do wrong. I'm I'm doing a reread of the Harry Potter series, and for the first half of the first book, this is Hermione, who is who's constantly like you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong. You know, she's a bit of a know-it-all, and it, her relationship changes when Harry and Ron save her life. Spoiler warning for a book that's thirty years old, but uh, not thirty. Probably. I've actually never read it, but I've seen some of the movies. Okay, yeah, yeah, the books are much different, but it, it all changes when they save her life. And she, um, it, it, the relationship t- changes in that. So, yeah, I think nagging is a problem. I also don't think nagging, you can't realistically work on something and become a better person with trying to fix everything at once. Right. And we're going to have a, a separate talk on correction and how to, how to offer good correction to our friends, how to, how to help them, how, you know, constructive criticism. But I think overall, 
looking at this first in a positive light is we want to affirm our friends, right? We want to say good things to them. We want to, and we want to be looking for that, those good things. So we could be like, wow, you really do that. Well, a lot of our good actions in the day don't get noticed by other people, which is okay. God notices, but it's good when our friends notice like, oh, wow, you re- thank you for that. I appreciate what you did. Or I noticed what you did. Congratulations, right? Good, good job. Job well done. That constant appreciation also helps like be in an environment that is uplifting. And this is a very like positive environment. And so people can kind of recognize like, oh, this friend's example, like she's always uplifting me. She's always, um, it's good to be around her. I never feel like a negative environment in that situation where it's, I'm always constantly being, maybe not constantly being firm, but like you do have, you're not being put down right it's not like a judgy it's not a judgy gossipy like type of um environment right when we're when we're good around our friends in a way when we're when we're upbuilding when we're positive when we when we look for the good then the environment that gets created is that whereas so much of the world is critical and cancel culture and all that that we um like we we kind of walk around with our defenses up because i'm i'm you're everything anything i say you could just spin in the wrong way um, or even if I say something stupid, you spin it in the right way, but it's still like detrimental. And that is like, no, hey, Father Casey, you shouldn't have said that. That's that's stupid. Like, oh, okay. Thank you. Sorry. Right? <laughs> no, yeah. And also with, with being positive all the time, that's contagious naturally. People can catch, like pick that up where we're not, it's not a, what's the optis, opposite of op, optimism? Pessimism. Pessimism. It's not pessimistic anymore. And like, so being pessimistic is also contagious. And so if we're constantly critiquing people, that will also come back to us. I don't know. Maybe I've Oh, sure. Absolutely. And if we're just always like, oh, things are so terrible. The world is so bad. Everything's so wrong. Like, blah, blah, blah. it's just like, hey, come on. Like, I know our Lord says like a day's evil are enough for itself, right? Like don't, uh, we, we, we got to look at, at the, look for the good. If you're looking for the bad, you're going to find the bad. If you're looking for the good, you're going to find the good. Especially right now. I think we really need hope. It's not something we don't need this constant discouraging negativity around the world, but this, this positive positivity and optimism. And so in this, this can easily be, happen when we have it in our speech and we constantly look for it. So when, like, as you were saying, when we look for it and we start looking for the good, we'll see the good in our friends. And so this will also like, we'll see Jesus Christ in our friends and like the good that they do, no matter their faith background. Oh, sure. Absolutely. We're going to, and then we're going to, we're going to share that good with them. We're going to, um, we're going to, we're going to tell them about it. We're going to congratulate each other. Your good is not a threat to my good. And so I don't need to be so so um, threatened by that. I don't need to be so self-conscious all the time because you're looking out for my good and you're going to tell me when there's good things and I- I'm, I'm noticing your good and I'm going to be looking out for that, right? Like there's always ways that that can happen in friendships, which are awesome, that then we, we're really looking to build each other up. And that creates an environment of, of trust, which is which we need for friendship. Yeah, friendship without trust is not always... A good it's friend. not a real it's, friendship. Yeah, it's it's a it's a sham. It's it's a hollow friendship, like an Easter bunny, like a chocolate Easter it's, bunny. It's, it's just <laughs> hollow. Uh, but to kind of point out, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast. I've noticed I've brought it up. It's totally possible. But like seeing each other and knowing that when you have this constant um, affirming 
speech between each other, you can point to the other person and be like, yeah, you are good. Not because in overall, like, yeah, everyone's good. Everyone's good to be alive. Like there, everything is good, but an actual personal, like you are good. And so when we say this to our friends, like through like affirming speech and through, um, appreciating them and showing them that, yes, I, I noticed what you're doing and I appreciate it. Yeah. It, um, the environment that creates, you know, we kind of started off, we kicked off the season two on friendship um, after the little one on perseverance about apostolate of friendship. And I think that those types of environments are very apostolic, right? And that that's like proper apostolate of friendship, which is just we're just being good friends. And so if, if the church is the area where people are always being judged, critiqued, condemned, you know, gossiped about gossip, the Pope... Um, the Pope did in his homily for the ordination new priest is just like, like no gossip, like get, get far away from that. He actually, I don't know if, if you know this in the elevator in the building where he lives, the Casa Santa Marta, he had a, an image put in there of, uh, I think it's Madonna of the silence. It's Mary. And she's got her, her finger over her lips as a, as a silent, you know, like, shh. and um, he had to put in the elevator, because, like, don't gossip. Like, you're here in the elevator with someone, but, like, we don't need to be gossiping, right? Go go look at the image of Mary and, like, keep your mouth shut. And it's just so, um, like, we don't need to gossip so much. And, and when people come into an environment where that's the norm, that type of backbiting, slander, they're, they're not going to, they're going to either partake of it, but then they're always going to be isolated because it's just a little while before you turn around and stab me in the back. Like, what are you saying about me when I'm not there? Whereas when it really is not like positive, cheerful, optimistic, speaking good about others, not just complaining the whole, like not complaining. Yes, totally. Because especially when we're, when we're having this positive environment, that's not gossipy. Also, like, like you said, when you're around gossipy people, you always turn around from the conversation. You're like, okay, are they talking about me now? Like, what are they talking about me? And so you have this like constant shield up where it's like I don't want to like be vulnerable around you because you're gonna take it and spin it the wrong way or I don't want to be around you anymore but to kind of like sway a little bit off I think there's also with our friends we should always be cultivating this if we have this spirit of gratitude for them like I'm thankful for you being in my life and for having you as my friend then people can like they notice that, that you're grateful and that constant, like we should be constantly grateful for the friends that we have in our lives because God gave them to us. Like this is a blessing that he gave us th these friends to help us not be alone. And even like friends that are Catholic, not Catholic, these people have God has put in our lives and we should be grateful since they're naturally going to teach us something. hundred percent. Um, and that when it, changing the tone of those friendships through through real gratitude and the way that we we have an environment is um like yeah it just we just gotta like have a tone change so if we see that we're like in these relationships where it's just so negative and it's so it's always critical and it's always gossiping and it's always complain even just complaining i can't stand the optimal work inventory um where it like complaining is like the one like but but i also kind of get it like if you're complaining like that's the number one thing to fix stop complaining like just stop 
you're always looking for the negative because you're always looking for something to complain. Like, just stop complaining. Like, it um, it doesn't it doesn't work. It doesn't help anything. It doesn't make you feel better. It just isn't good. And so, if we're in those environments of constantly complaining and criticizing and gossiping, uh, it just brings us down. And there needs to be a conversion there. And that conversion needs to start with one person who just starts speaking positively. Complaining is also not a positive environment or affirming speech. It's bringing down whatever's going on. So it doesn't even have to be complaining about people or complaining around others. But it's just like, if you're looking for bad in, in your life, you're going to find bad also in like the people around you too, easily. So that's this. it's kind of like training your brain to look for that when you complain all the time. And so when we cultivate like a different attitude of I want to affirm my friends and I want to like see the good and I want to be grateful for them. This changes the whole environment. And some advice I I give people, you know, so if you're in the middle of these types of conversations that are always negative, like my go-to advice for gossip, if people ask me about gossiping and what do I do about gossiping and, you know, I gossip, so what what should I do about it? Like, do I just walk away from the conversation? Like, no, you don't just walk away from the conversation. What you do is you inject positivity into it, right? Because if you're like, um, if everyone's like, oh, this person, like, da-da-da, and this and that, and this and that, and you're like, yeah, but, like, this person is is caring for, like, their their super sick child. And you just, like, the dedication that they're doing it with. And you just, like, say, like, you point out those nice things. The conversation can't stay so <laughs> negative. Like, who who's going to have, who's going to dare critique <laughs> that person? Like, kind of it puts it in this whole light, right? Um, but even that we want to do, like, with a certain positivity. Jesus in the uh, catching the woman in adultery that they bring her to him and he goes and he's writing on the ground like taking all the attention off of her he's just kind of doodling on the ground whatever letting the tension out of the out of the area and then um stands up like you know as no one can uh, uh let who whoever's without uh sin let them be the one to throw the first stone and then you know he doesn't stare them down rather he just like he starts doodling on the ground again right so even like mercy to the people that were were ready to kill this woman and so um we too should even be merciful in those situations where like someone is saying something totally negative but we say something positive but then like just change the tone of the conversation so it's not like no now you're so terrible don't you feel like a jerk for this right like no 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 now we could keep a positive and joyful tone but a positive and joyful tone that's not fake. This is so important. This can't be fake, right? This can't be. There's a, a an adjective, uh, Pollyanna-ish, Pollyanna-ish, which is just like overly, it's a fake optimism. Like, oh, things are great, right? It's that little dog in the fire. Like, this is fine, right? Uh, the me, uh, That's one of my favorite little cartoon images. Like, this is fine. Um, it can't be like that. Like, that's not real optimism that's not cheerfulness and so we need to um i don't like that's what we got it's got to be real it helps to be real also if you're already constantly looking for this good in your life and like cultivating gratitude then it won't it can't be fake because you're already trying to see what's good in the other people and you can't you can't lie to to make people your friends it's not people can see through that easily or maybe not easily but over time for sure over like if you're lying that like oh i think if especially if you're lying about something that isn't good like what you did you either didn't do or what you're doing is not good um and affirming that then you're not actually spreading truth 
and it, it's causing this it's also uncharitable to to lie about these things that isn't helping and so that's kind of not what you want to do is you don't want to lie to become friends with people either we shouldn't we shouldn't lie to people we shouldn't um tell them that there's good things about them that aren't true because also it cheapens everything else we say to them right like if i'm the lack of trust right if i'm just lying to you and saying fake good things um that that just cheapens the real good things and so no one's willing to listen but this is also not like overlooking our friends faults but rather kind of when you're talking about like jesus like doodling on the ground he's like having mercy on the people around him to kind of like either turn away and like do the right thing um but we can also like give our friends the benefit of the doubt like oh she didn't come today but maybe she had a really busy um school schedule and has a quiz tomorrow like giving them a, a benefit of the doubt like i'm not overlooking what you're doing um and your faults but i'm not i'm not going to be constantly critiquing you right and w- this is going to come up when we talk about fraternal correction um and correcting our friends and what that's like because it um we need to know how to how to bring up those faults and how to how to actually acknowledge them and how to um, help offer good constructive criticism. But yeah, I think if we create that positive environment, people's faults will actually um, become more apparent because they um, they're not hiding them from us. They're not they're not trying to um, they don't have their guard up all the time, and so their faults become a little bit more apparent. They become more a bit more visible. And, and that is a consequence of this kind of living with openness and generosity and charity. But because of that, we, we can't, um, like, we, we shouldn't then just start around, turn around and start criticizing those faults. Like, no, people actually feel comfortable around us to not be guarding, like, every word or every action. So now, like, how do we, how do we live that in, in mercy and charity? Cool. Um, great. What? Uh, so this is a uh, a cool topic. Is there? Uh, we're just about at twenty two minutes on our recording. So, is there any uh, last thoughts as we as we wrap up this topic? Anything big that we missed? Uh, nothing big, I don't think. But I just I don't know. I think just kind of to wrap up, like affirming our speech, it just really helps our us grow in friendship as well. Because if if it's not this, it's hard to grow when you're constantly getting critiqued. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, if it's positive enforcement, though, that that's so helpful. And it, the tone, the whole tone of it changes. We want to create that tone in our friendships, in our environments. We want to build this tone of, of joy, of love, of acceptance. Uh, and uh, how, do, how can we help people in those ways? And to kind of extend the acceptance, when we're being positive with our friends and affirming the good that they do, we are also accepting them for who they are and loving them. Like, look, you do good things too. And it's not, I'm not judging you for what you do. Judging, for bad. badgering, nagging, critiquing, you know, uh, being uncharitable toward all of that. So yeah, I, Julie, I think this is an awesome topic and I think that this is a cool environment that we want to create with our friends and in our friendships. So I'm, I'm glad that we took some time talking about it. So what do people do if we have, if you have questions or comments or compliments, nice positive compliments, things right? to say to us? <laughs> um, email chat at stfrancescatholic.org. So it's like chat at stfrancescatholic.org. And we'll read it sooner or later. Yes. <laughs> Eventually. I'll read it after these podcasts for sure. <laughs> uh, great. Well, from here at St. Francis Catholic, uh, I'm Father Casey. And I'm Julia. God bless.